Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Devin Voda. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. Well, it is spring and uh, this month I guess we're talking about maybe a controversial topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people got out their lawnmowers. Yep. And uh, a lot of people do enjoy mowing the lawn. But there's something called no mow may, uh, and that's the concept of leaving your lawnmower parked until June. Yeah. Which means maybe the grass will be higher, but there are some hidden benefits, Mm -hmm. which we're going to talk about today. Uh, Not out to change your mind per se, but just give you a different perspective. So the first thing I want to point out is that, uh, you know, mowers do consume a lot of gas. Mm-hmm. And uh, on average, they consume about 1.2 billion gallons of gasoline Wow! per year. That's crazy. That's per year. Uh, so if you just round that out uh, to, let's say, even billion, mm-hmm. right, and multiply it by $2 a gallon, yeah, you're, you're talking $2 billion spent annually mm-hmm. just on gas for a lawnmower Yeah. to mow your lawn. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure it's aesthetically pleasing to the eye. <laughs> uh, it does sound a little funny when you get to thinking about it like that. And also, just to go along with that, we know that there's a pollinator problem, right? Yep. A lot of people are talking about honeybees. Yep. Uh, but there's other pollinators, uh, some of them being those native bees that, you know, they're a little bit smaller. You know, you just don't, I guess you don't see them typically mm-hmm. like you would a honeybee. Everybody knows the honeybee, but native bees are kind of different colors, okay. uh, a little bit different look to them. So the one thing I found is nearly one in four of those native bees, so there's about 347, 350 native bees in the United States. Um, so one in four is imperiled and at increasing risk of extinction. So wow. a kind of a crazy number there as well. You know, so we're I guess I brought up quite a few different disturbing numbers. Yeah. One would be the amount of gasoline that we're using just on lawnmowers, the amount of money that we're using. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, to kind of balance that out, also thinking about the pollinators might use the lawn or that habitat that was lawn at one time mm-hmm. and uh, watching them disappear because that habitat's gone. So, like I said, we're talking about that concept, no mo may, it, it just focuses on maybe taking a step back and not mowing your lawn mm-hmm. for that month. Or as we'll come to find out, maybe there's some alternatives that yep. might be just as good and, and fit your property better. So it was uh, first popularized by Plant Life, which is an organization based in the United Kingdom, uh, but it is now gaining traction in North America. And the goal of it is to pause mowing during the month of May, allowing the flowers to bloom in your lawn, and also help the early season pollinators. Okay. So we know that late winter and early spring, those floral resources are really often limited. So uh, any bees that do come out don't really have much as far as food. Uh, So where to get started really? So in 2020, residents of Appleton, Wisconsin, they're an affiliate of B-City USA. They got really excited about this concept and they convinced their city council to suspend their weed ordinance for the whole month of May. That's awesome. Yeah. 
So that was over 435 registered property owners that participated. And uh, yeah, since then it's really spread and taken off uh, communities around the country. Um, there really isn't an organization that officially oversees that concept of mm -hmm. NOMO but uh, B-City USA, which is kind of where I pulled some of these resources from, does have affiliates um, that choose to participate and they kind of, you know, at least to some degree, organize those affiliates. Uh, as I said, you know, it might not be for everyone, mm -hmm. uh, but the campaign does provide a good tool for getting people involved with pollinators and yep. pollination in general. So. So not mowing for a few weeks is a simple step to take, but uh, it's really just one of many steps uh, that can transform neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. you know? So you can mow less all year, or you can add flower species to your grass, which I think we're going to kind of focus on next is mm -hmm. maybe, maybe some alternatives. Yep. Uh, so like you were saying, they do also throw out the idea of mow less May instead of no mow May, um, which is just kind of cutting back on... How often you're mowing so you mow every week maybe just mow every other week or so it doesn't have to be a drastic change you can kind of slowly integrate it step back a little by little mm -hmm. and slowly start mowing less um this does actually help maintain a well-kept yard and you can actually your grass becomes more resistant to drought by letting it stay a little bit longer, you don't have to water your yard, your yard as much, um, especially through the summer months when it does get pretty dry around here sometimes. Um, that's one thing I found that was pretty good benefit to not necessarily mowing your yard so much. Sure, yeah. I mean, I I don't know about you, but I, I try to mow like about, I leave three inches of grass or okay. so. I have officially gotten out a ruler and measured it, but <laughs> I'd say that's a, a rough estimate. And, um, you know, driving down the road, you can see those people who cut their lawns really short. Mm -hmm. Like by July, August, those things are brown. Yep. That's still green. Yep. You know, still producing clover, some nice flowers from the clover, and mm -hmm. those bees are eating out there and enjoying that. So. Yep. And, I mean, if you're not mowing it as much, either you're not stunting it as much, kind of cutting it off from its resources as often either, so it can really maintain that water in the plant itself. Mm-hmm. One other idea, like you mentioned, planting native plants in your yard. Maybe not necessarily in your yard, but kind of along it or in some flower beds. It helps promote the pollination and bring the pollinators in, but make sure they're native plants, which really right, helps. that is key, yep. And not only does it help pollinators with that kind of stuff, it also helps birds and different mammals. So it really brings all the ecosystem together in one, just by putting a couple flowers in your yard yeah um, and then if you don't want to mow like no, no mow your entire yard you can kind of transform the lower traffic areas maybe the corner of your yard the side that you don't use so much and maybe turn that into more natural habitat not mow that area keep the main part of your yard that everybody sees looks at well maintained but maybe leave a small section that's not so mowed as often so I'll tell you what I did this past year, um, just about two months ago, I actually found the boundaries of my property. Okay. Uh, it turns out that I was mowing more than I needed to. I was mowing on the neighbor's lawn, Okay. Uh, which is kind of a field at this point, but I uh, planted trees on the boundary line mm -hmm. and then 
that additional area is now just going back to a, a grass state. So yeah. I don't have to mow as much lawn, there which you is go. great for me. And then great for the pollinators as well. Yeah. And also, if you are still looking to keep a well-manicured lawn, but you still want to help out, um, there are options like setting up bee hotels that give the bees some shelter to get out of the elements. Um, like I said, just mowing the edge of your yard to keep it maybe looking a little bit better, but not necessarily the whole thing has to be mowed. Kind of cuts back, saves you some time too when you're mowing. Um, but yeah, just and make sure when you're out there caring for your yard, try to avoid your pesticides and your weed killers as much as possible. Or at least we mentioned it, I believe a couple weeks ago, just reading your labels, making sure that it, it is more environmentally friendly. Right. A lot of those do go downstream eventually yep. too. So um, you got to watch out for your water that's around your property. Mm -hmm. um, do we have any events? I do. Around? I do. Okay. Um, down at Lackawanna State Park, Saturday, May 27th at 3 p.m., they are doing a photo scavenger hunt. So bring a camera, phone, or tablet to the campground amphitheater, and that's where you'll start. You can take place, take part in a family fun scavenger hunt. They'll have a whole list for you. Go out, find all these different things. I did see they had a picture of like a butterfly, so they're gonna throw in some more like naturey elements to it. Um, just get outside and enjoy the weather that hopefully is coming back to us after this cold week here. Um, and it is a free event. You just have to meet at the Campground Amphitheater at Lackawanna State Park, May 27th at 3 o'clock. That sounds fun. All right, I guess that does it for today's show then. If you have any questions related to our shows, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org and find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and ask questions or make comments about the show. You've been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Devin Voda. And I'm Don Hibbert saying enjoy the outdoors.